How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about building a recession-proof business. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com. That's S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now on Amazon. Now let's get on with the show. All right. Recession-proof business. Now, over the last few weeks and even a couple of months, there's been a lot of talk about a potential recession going on. And I'm here to tell you right now that we are uh, already in a recession. Um, you know, for, for those of you who don't know what the definition of a recession is, the definition of a recession is two quarters of negative GDP growth. Now, we've already had one quarter of negative GDP growth. And the issue with this uh, as being the definition of a recession, is it's a lagging indicator, right? Like, you only see the negative growth at the end of the quarter. So by the time you've seen two quarters of negative GDP growth, you've actually been in a recession for six months. So we're already in a recession, whether or not you want to believe it. Uh, we've I've had this conversation with a lot of different experts, but if you just if you just take a look around and you just pay a little bit of attention, you're you're probably already aware, right? So inflation has just been going batshit crazy, and you know for for everybody that's been in fo been following inflation, you know there's been talk of this infl inflation crisis for over a year, uh, and only in the last quarter or so has everybody been going, oh my god, inflation's you know going crazy. It's like. Now, 18 months ago, there was talk of, of inflation going crazy and nobody wanted to admit it. Everybody said, oh, it's going to be temporary, this and that. And now we're seeing it's here to stay, right? So inflation is already even more than people are really admitting. You know, people are saying it's, you know, eight, nine percent. But the reality is, if you take a look at gas prices, if you take a look at prices in the in the grocery store, you take a look at the prices at your, your local restaurant going up, everything's going up 20 percent, 30 percent. You know, gas prices are doubled, right? So inflation is way more than uh, than what the economists and people crunching the numbers are actually admitting. And there's ways that they can actually adjust the inflation to make it look less. For example, you know, if you were to count inflation properly, they would say, you know, if you bought uh, a gallon of milk one year ago and it cost a dollar and, and then a gallon of milk uh, today costs a uh, dollar 20, well, then you'd say that's 20% inflation. But the way that inflation is actually calculated is they take into account, well, if now the same gallon of milk costs $1.20, instead of buying the $1.20 gallon of milk, most people would actually go with the cheaper gallon of milk and buy, uh, you know, the $1.10. So they're saying that inflation would only be 10%, but you're no longer comparing apples to apples. Now you're comparing apples to oranges. So the inflation that's actually being tracked right now is actually not 
proper inflation that's being admitted around the 8 9% range. Uh, on top of that, we're all seeing interest rates rise. So if you have uh, adjustable rate mortgages or you've been looking at uh, if you've been in real estate or anything like that, people are starting to see some interest uh, some some uh some interesting things going on there that are that are you know with interest rates rising helping curb inflation, but it's also going it's affecting everybody with the ease of getting capital, the ease of getting money, so that they can continue to grow the economy. Now we're also noticing commodity shortages due to the war going on overseas, uh, and I think if you've noticed it, there's just a lot of uncertainty in the air. So people are spending less. People are focused on on conserving what they have. These are all things that are heavily aligned with a recession. Now, whether or not we've actually seen the final numbers proving that we have two negative quarters or two quarters of negative GDP growth or not, we are in a recession. People are receding in the economy. So Xander, isn't it dangerous to try and build a business in a recession? Why would you be suggesting building a recession-proof business and focusing on entrepreneurship in a business? Well, here's the truth. Recessions are actually one of the best times to build a business. And I know that sounds crazy for some of you, but half of the Fortune 500 was built during a recession. So if you can spot that a recession is coming before the recession is actually announced and hits, you can actually jump into the curve. You can actually jump into the wave uh, before everybody. Now, here's what happens is during a recession, right? What happens is uh, unemployment tends to go up. People tend to get let go. There tend to be less jobs. There tend to be less spending. So what people have to do is this ends up fueling innovation and change, right? This fuels innovation and change and, and disruption in different industries. So uh, over the last century, uh, they've tracked about four or five different recessions. And every time during the four or five recessions, entrepreneurship, the amount of new small, medium businesses that get started during recessions goes up somewhere between three to five times during those periods. So people are going to start launching businesses and they're going to uh, they're going to completely disrupt the industry. Think about some of the things that were disrupted in the last recession, 2008-2009. Think about things things like Airbnb and Uber and and those types of companies were all founded in the 2008-2009 recession. Things like Bitcoin were started because of the 2008-2009 recession stuff that completely turned industries over on their head. Now, I want you to think about that because if you can recognize a recession sooner than when the mainstream media actually announces a recession, again, like I mentioned, you can actually jump on this wave sooner rather than later. But Xander, won't people stop spending money during a recession? Well, some people, but not everybody. So if you take a look at the 2008-2009, the Great Recession, right? 2008-2009, uh, GDP went down 4.3%. Now, obviously, when you're expecting GDP to grow every single quarter, going down 4.3% is a lot, right? But let's think about what that actually means. So in America, instead of spending $20.94 trillion in the economy, Americans spent $20.03 trillion in the economy. So I want to let that marinate for a second here. Yes, some people stop spending, and yes, some people start tightening up their spending, but we're still spending pretty much the same damn amount. We're just spending it in different areas. We're spending it in different ways. And there's going to be certain things. There's going to be certain things that people will stop spending on during a recession. And there's going to be other things that people start to spend on during a recession. And I'll explain some industries that you may want to focus on during a recession. So three main things that you want to do to build a recession-proof business. Now, the first thing that I want you to realize and uh, you know, obviously being someone who's really passionate about the brain and human psychology, the number one thing that you need to focus on is your mindset during a recession. Because the biggest issue during a recession is 
uh, groupthink and following the herd and and getting stuck in the negative mindset. We see this all the time because uh, the truth is the people who you surround yourself with are probably one of the most influential things on your life and your success. So if you surround yourself with people that, you know, five people that are all freaking out, that are all running for the hills and and saying that nothing's going to work and you need to stuff all your money under a pillow or something like that, right? That's what you're going to do and you're going to stay there. If you surround yourself with people that lift you up and motivate you and that are out there doing amazing things and expanding, you're going to do that too. Now, in March 2020, when COVID hit, we saw a divergence because it was a similar thing going on during uh, that little mini recession that was going on. Is like there was a group of people, uh, and you know, I'm friends with a lot of entrepreneurs, and there we saw this massive divergence and this group of people where where they constricted and they got into their own head and their businesses tanked because of it because they were trying to conserve. And then I saw a lot of other businesses who stayed motivated, who surrounded themselves with with high performing people, with positive people, who with with problem solving people, people that went. It's going to be a tough time, but let's get through this. We're built for winter. Let's make it happen. And they push forward and those entrepreneurs exploded. We had a lot of our clients double their businesses. We doubled our business during COVID when everybody else was conserving and everybody else thought that they were going to go under. Our business doubled. So how, who you spend your time around and how you focus on your mindset, doing the right mindset things to keep your head right when moving forward is so incredibly important. So make sure that you're taking care of your mindset during times of recession, because if you can be the one, if you can be the ones that are, are focused on the positive, looking for opportunity, you're going to find it. Which brings us to number two, remaining adaptable and finding the messaging, adjusting the messaging and the delivery to what people need and want in the moment. Right. So we need to make sure that you're focusing on spaces and areas, whatever your business might be, that people will want to continue to buy. So, for example, during a recession, like we mentioned, people do reduce their spending in some areas. But because they reduce their spending in some areas, they actually have more money to spend in other areas. For example, during a recession, a lot of people spend less money on luxury assets, luxury commodities, things that are quote unquote unnecessary, but they'll actually spend more money on necessities. So for example, rather than buying that brand new uh, Samsung TV that you were gonna buy, even though you just bought a new TV a year ago or two years ago, right? You just, instead of a 55 inch, you wanted a 65 inch, you're probably not gonna buy that TV. But this is one of the reasons why I love the coaching space, right? If you're uncomfortable in your life, if you're uncomfortable with your career because you're worried about uh, you're worried about whether or not you're going to lose your job and you want to take more control over that, well, you might be more likely to spend some money on launching your own business, or you might be more likely to spend some money on finding a new career that feels more stable in an industry that feels more stable for you, right? Or you know, there's a lot of different areas that people will be will feel more likely to spend money because it feels like a necessity to take care of their livelihood. So you really want to figure out what are the areas that people are going to be more likely to spend money on. And that's going to be where you want to focus your energy. Now, in the transformational coaching space, this is one of the beautiful things that we've seen during the last couple of recessions. And why I love the transformational coaching space is because it's virtually recession proof, right? Now, it's not really recession proof. There's nothing that's recession proof. But it's recession resistant if you focus on it correctly, if you market properly, if you have the right mindset uh, and you position yourself properly, right? Uh, I think of a couple other uh, examples when COVID hit. One of my good friends and mentors, Bedros Koulian, who ran Fit Body Bootcamp, and overnight everything got shut down, right? So what did he have to do? He had to adjust his messaging and marketing to really focus online. And he literally overnight, in a matter of 24 or 48 hours, they moved the, they pivoted the entire business from an in-person model to a digital model. 
and it kept the business going. And on top of that, he saw with COVID going on that everybody was going to be worried about their health and they wanted to make sure that they were staying healthy, staying fit, keeping their immune system up. So they started a supplement brand to help with immune system, to help with working out, staying fit. And that brand over the course of COVID built into an eight-figure company, over $10 million, because he paid attention to what people wanted and needed in the moment. So you got to be ready to shift your focus to shift your focus, shift your energy, shift your messaging to what people want to buy. You have to be able to enter the conversation that's going on in your prospect's mind and see what is it that they desire. That's what businesses are built around. Businesses are built around solving problems for people. So if you can help uh, deliver a desire that someone wants or help curb a fear that someone has, your business will continue to grow because people are still spending as we already established, right? So that's number two. You have to remain adaptable. And number three, you got to keep cash flow open. So if you're an entrepreneur, here's a big lesson for you. If you aren't aware of this already, there is only one thing in your business. There's one thing in your business that can kill your business. And there's one thing in your business that will grow your business. It's cash flow, not profit, cash flow, right? I want you to think about that. Because if you have someone in, you know, the reason that people get angel investors is so that they can get cash flow, so that they can grow the business. The business isn't profitable. The business isn't making money. But if you get cash flow, you can grow the business. Now, it's also the only thing that will kill your business. If you run out of cash flow and you cannot pay your expenses, you have to shut down the business. So you can have a profitable business, but if your cash conversion cycle takes too long, you can actually run out of cash by the time that you actually need it. And that will actually kill your business as well. So this is really important in times of uncertainty is making sure that your cash conversion cycle uh, is front, front load heavy. So what you want to do is you want to pay debts slower and you want to get people to pay you faster. So get cash up front when possible and pay debts off slowly and even get a line of credit if, if possible. Now, this was a lot easier when I first suggested it to our clients about three months ago and interest rates had not you know, drastically increased and we had a bunch of our clients go grab you know, lines of credit at dirt cheap rates at you know, prime plus one at 4% or something like that. Um, and so they have great lines of credit sticking around and waiting for them. But right now it's a lot more difficult with interest rates kind of bumping up and being, becoming a lot harder to get cash flow. But if you can get a line of credit, Go get a line of credit. Make sure that you have that safety net. Uh, make sure you're paying your debts off slowly. Get cash up front when possible. This is, again, one of the major reasons why I love the, the transformational coaching space because as a transformational coach, you can be making you know three, four, five, even 8K per client. And a lot of the times they're paying you up front for your coaching services. So your cash conversion cycle is hugely beneficial and you have a lot of profitability there and a lot of extra cash to be able to uh, provide some, some buffer and some safety for you as you're continuing to grow the business. Now, overall, I, you know, uh, recessions are tough. Let's just be honest. Recessions are tough. And as an entrepreneur, we have to be built for winter. This is one of my one of my favorite quotes that again my mentor Bedros Koulian taught me. He said we got to be built for winter because there's always going to be ups, there's always going to be downs in business, right? And if we're only built for summer, like if you want to be an entrepreneur long term, at some point you're going to have to survive a recession, right? Recessions come around every what, ten years, five years, twenty years, whatever. If you want to if you want to be an entrepreneur for the long term, you have to be able to survive a recession. So you have to be able to survive these tough times. You got to have the mindset. You got to be adjustable. You got to understand cash flow to be able to build your business. And the truth is, if you can be built for winter, then when you can survive the winter, when you can survive 
uh, a tough time of the wind just blowing in your face and getting knocked down over and over again and, and things just not going your way and you can survive that, man, being an entrepreneur during summer and springtime is easy. When all the winds are going the right way for you and, and everything seems to be going correctly and, and everybody's spending money on everything, right? Like those times get really easy. But it's the people that can survive winter are the ones that are the most successful long term because the ones who can't, what ends up happening, one of my, one of my favorite quotes from one of my good friends, David Meltzer, he says, I love recessions because there's less competition. I just keep doing the same thing that I've been doing. I just do it better. And there's less competition because less people have the, the strength and the resolve and the relentlessness to survive during a recession. So if you're up for a challenge, if you're up for the challenge, recessions can be one of the most opportunistic times because during times of change, there's always hardship and there's opportunity. So if you're up for it, I'd go for it. That's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure that you implement what you learn with us here. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com. That's S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller shit you don't learn in college available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.